This is the Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran podcast. Hey, family. Welcome to Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran. Thank you for listening today. It is such a beautiful day outside. The sun is shining brightly. I'm enjoying my spring break and God is in full control. I am especially grateful when I see so many things going on in this world. Yet God continues to protect and provide for me and my family. Now, I did not say I'm unaffected because I really do love people. But I am unafraid because I know that God is the one who has the last word. And it is he who holds our future. As I sit back, looking forward to getting some much needed rest, a lunch or two with friends, some pampering and a little me time. I cannot shake my thoughts on the well-being of my students. Now, some of my colleagues are shaking their heads, thinking, Chisholm Smith, you better enjoy these few days because there will be enough drama with our students when we get back to school next week. I get it. Teammates and fellow educators, I understand. But my conversation is more for parents because I was and still, I am a parent first. I am a mother first. At 11.46 p.m., parents, do you know where your child is? When it is too quiet in the room, do you know what your child is doing? Or when they're whispering, do you know who they're speaking with? With whom are they chatting online? Now I can hear some parents answering, I trust my child, or I'm trying to teach little Johnny responsibility. Or even better, I'm trying to show her or him I trust them, so I give the space and privacy they need. Parents, I do understand the need to teach them responsibilities, but I fail to understand the true lack of parenting that I witness daily, up close and personal. And I'm not saying everyone, but I'm saying more often than not, my children are struggling with what is right and what is wrong, and they're truly confused. I want to impress upon you today that we parents have been blessed with the burden. Allow me to explain. God's word said children are a blessing from God, and they truly are. But the burden of training them up, teaching them right from wrong, and the ways of God in the midst of so many moving in a contrary motion sits squarely on the shoulders of parents. Psalm 127th chapter and the third verse says, Children are a gift from the Lord. They are a reward from Him. You see, God has gifted parents with the reward of children in spite of the fact that someone may suggest and even say, but the child was a mistake. Well, maybe he or she was not the deliberate intent of parents But my God makes no mistakes. He is certainly perfect. And the only one that I would venture to call perfect, as we have all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But 
He takes our mess and turns them into messages. He turns our problems into profound victories and even profit. Every parent's job is to obey the words of Proverbs 22 and 6. Train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. Now I can hear some parents saying, I have no control over my child and what he or she does when not in my presence. Trust me, I understand the very real limits to your control over your children, especially when you are not face to face with them. But I am also aware of the amount of control so many parents exercise while a child is growing, developing, and becoming. In other words, you have the utmost control when that child is in your presence, when they are being reared, trained, and groomed by parents who are actively, deliberately shaping and molding good character, appropriate behaviors, morals, and ethics. The same which more often than not carry over into the child's life when out of your hearing or sight. Now allow me to clarify I do not believe that there is such a thing as a perfect child, no matter how well parents have trained, reared, or molded them. As an educator, I am well aware of peer pressure, and I know that some well-trained children may go astray, but such letting loose and throwing away everything one has learned does not go out of the window all at once. Because a mother's words and a father's chastisement are constant subconscious influencers. So even when the child is slipping, behaving in uncharacteristic ways, he or she struggle with that which has been instilled versus that which friends and environment encourage. You see, when God's word says train a child up, it means just that. From birth until the child is entrusted to make his or her own decisions independently. This means constant and ongoing molding coupled with continuous prayer, speaking life and godly morals while showing, yes, living the same godly moral and ethics in the presence of the child. The responsibility is great and the burden is God ordained. After all, even rats have babies, but it takes a dedicated mother and a committed father to train a child up from newborn until as God has commanded. In Proverbs first chapter, the eighth and ninth verses, hear my son, your father's instruction and forsake not your mother's teaching. For they are a graceful garland for your head and pendants for your neck. These words share that the teachings of mother and father must be worn like garments and jewelry to protect both head and heart, the mind and the soul. Isaiah 54th chapter and the 13th verse. All your children shall be taught by the Lord and great shall be the peace of your children. This verse makes it known that the impressive teaching and upbringing by parents will bring our children peace. What good parent does not want their children to have and walk in peace? 
Proverbs 29 and 17 went a step further and encouraged parents to discipline your children and they will give you peace of mind and will make your heart glad. In other words, when my child is at peace, I too, as a parent, will have peace of mind about that child and the same will make my heart glad. I will be at ease about my child all because I truly trained him up as he was being reared. I prayed for him, prayed with him, taught him how to pray, allowed him to experience prayer as we prayed together. I spoke life. I encouraged and differentiated right from wrong. I chastised in love and I practiced behaving, responding and reacting appropriately for my child to observe. When I made mistakes or did not act or react appropriately, I apologized, begged pardons, even if I had to ask my child for forgiveness and being transparent. Sometimes I did have to ask or seek his forgiveness as well as the forgiveness of my students. But I never lost sight of training my child up, which was God's command to me as a parent. You see, it was the lifelong burden that accompanied God's blessing of my child, our children. Today, I'm talking about the burden of a blessing. I have to let you know, I absolutely love teaching every day. There is just something richly rewarding about spending invaluable time with middle schoolers, touching their lives, demanding positive habits and preparing them for a successful future. I see a return on my investment every day that I walk into the classroom because someone is doing something right, something that I spoke, something that I taught. Someone once said, a teacher touches eternity. She can never know where her influence will end. When moving that teaching To my first position, parenting, mothering, there is a clear parallel between teaching and parenting. So many of my parental practices, those parental conversations and the love that I have for my children was born out of my mommy mode. I take love and nurturing to the classroom daily and many of the students have taken up residence in my heart. So I pray for them, encourage them, and definitely worry about them because my touch, my teaching, and my words are only with them while we are in school and in class together. But I need at-home parents, those shouldered with the responsibility of training their child up to fully understand the burden that such a blessing brings. Now, when we think of burden, we often think of something negative, and it can be, but burden is defined as a load, typically a heavy load, a responsibility or duty that one must carry, an obligation or something that must be born. Now, when we consider a blessing, we must know that it is something that makes a person happy or content. Something that gives happiness or prevents misfortune, special benefit or favor, the act of one that blesses. Children are a gift from the Lord. They are a reward from him. They are our blessings. 
Jesus said, let the little children come to me and do not hinder them for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. Now I'm zoning in on the words, do not hinder them. Because if you and I are not careful to take the burden of our blessings and obey God's word, not only are we guilty of not training them up as God's word has so clearly commanded, but we are hindering their growth and development in the things, ways, and ordinance of the Lord. I know someone is saying, what in the world are you talking about? I teach my children right from wrong. Family, that sounds good, but if you yourself are not constantly speaking positively into them, chastising them, and ensuring that you are an exemplary walking epistle of what God's word says, then you are quite possibly a hindrance. Teaching is good, but simply not enough. I will repeat, if you are not walking circumspectly in front of your children, then parents, you are a hindrance. I know some may not like this, but I'm here to tell the truth. And I want to be honest and keep it as real as I possibly can. God's word said, train up a child in the way that he should go so that when he grows older, he will not depart from it. That means show them, chastise them when they are not walking and behaving as they are being trained and be a living collaborative exemplar. It is past time that we learn, embrace and own our responsibility in the economy of God and godliness, especially when it comes to training our children. Today, I want you to consider the seriousness of your responsibility as a parent. Of course, the duty of parenting is not for the weak or faint in heart. And this blessing of children is a real burden that every parent must bear. Of course, it is one of the most important fulfilling burdens you and I will ever have to shoulder. It is your job and my responsibility to train up our children so that there is peace, calm, and God's favor all throughout their lives. You see, we are our children's first and most intimate teachers. We begin mothers by carrying them through 40 weeks of gestation while our precious little blessing is growing and properly developing in the womb. God said it was he who knitted our little blessings together as he also acknowledged, I know the plans I have for you, plans to give you hope and a future, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you an expected end. At birth, parents, both mom and dad, dote all over their new blessings, holding and staring, looking for marks of resemblance, 10 fingers, 10 little toes and a strong heartbeat. God is so awesome that mothers are designed to nurture the baby. So the bonding that has already taken place during 40 weeks of gestation simply moves from internal to external. Therefore, placing that baby close to the body and breast of mom immediately after birth caused that little blessing to be well in tune with mom's scent. Yes, her smell, 
her voice and then the feeding cements the closeness. Ready or not, God chose you to train up the child based on his will, his way, and well-specified instructions. Fathers are the providers, the protectors, and the leader of the family. So he too must be the first partaker to introduce God's way by his own behaviors, which must be in alignment with God's word. Please understand, these are not mere suggestions, but well documented in God's word. Psalm 127th chapter, the third through the fifth verse. Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord, the fruit of the womb a reward. Like arrows in the hand of a warrior are the children of one's youth. Blessed is the man who fills his quiver with them. Wages are what we produce with the work of our hands. Gifts are those things generously and graciously given to us by another. In this case, by God. Children are a gift from God. They are a great reward to every parent. I became especially concerned when I read words posted online stating, Kids are just different these days. I disagree. Kids are the same as they have always been. You see, they are just as an empty canvas with which God has blessed parents. If we obey God's word, we will take charge of painting the beautiful character, respect, faith, love, hope, patience, discipline, and all of the ingredients needed to create the beautiful being with which God has entrusted us. What has changed is a society that is trying to exist without God, with lowered expectations, lack of discipline, and acceptance of disrespect, disregard, and dysfunction. God's word said, train up the child. That was his commandment to parents. That actually means give children boundaries, well-explained expectations, rules, limits, rewards, and consequences. Like God, we must chastise our children from the time they understand positive and negative gestures, from the point that they can distinguish yes from no. We must show love at all times providing godly nurturing while teaching God principles by showing and sharing the nature of God within our own interactions and behaviors. We are reminded in Isaiah 54th chapter, the 13th verse, all your children shall be taught by the Lord and great shall be the peace of your children. For the sake of your child's peace, we must teach them about God. 3 John, the first chapter, fourth verse states, I have no greater joy than to hear that my children are walking in the truth. God honors and take great joy in our walking in his truth as we are his children. In Mark 9th chapter, the 37th verse, the word advises, whoever receives one such child in my name receives me. And whoever receives me, receives not me, but him who sent me. This verse confirmed that receiving one of God's little ones, following his instruction in obedience, you receive Christ. 
and thereby our Father God who sent his Son. Ephesians 6 chapter and the fourth verse, Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. Once again, fathers have been given the command to not provoke children to wrath, but rear them in godly discipline and God-ordained instruction. Then Matthew 18th chapter, the first through the third verse, advised us all, Truly, I say to you, unless you turn and become like children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. So not only must we train up our children in God, we too must become as children toward God so that we are endowed with renewed minds to serve God and God alone in order that we are made fit for the kingdom of God. My first calling was to be a mother. Within the same vein, I was called to teach. But please understand, as a mother, I was my children's first teacher. The responsibility of training a child up is extremely important and means the difference between discipline and the lack thereof. I often think of children who are being trained up as God commanded, as flowers that have been carefully planted, watered, fertilized, kindly spoken to, and fed, just as God has prescribed in his word. On the other hand, those precious little ones who merely exist without being trained up are like the weeds of the field that God has planted and only nature and the environment provide what is needed for the little ones to grow taller in stature. In the absence of nurturing, fertilizing, and disciplined instruction, God forbid that parents just stand by and allow growth, but no development. You see, weed grows in the absence of discipline, instruction, correction, chastisement, expectations, rules, limits, order, and consequences. Yes, uncontrolled growth takes place, but no defined development of proper character, morals, or ethics. I repeat, today's children are not different from yesterday's young people. However, to our detriment, the children of today are too often being left to grow up like weeds with no real parameters in absence of true love and godly direction. Such disregard for training up a child leave educators like me and my colleagues at a loss because we are well equipped to teach the children. But when we receive them, having grown wild like weeds, with society's lowered expectations, lack of discipline, and expecting our acceptance of bold disrespect, it leaves many educational professionals asking, how much longer will I be able to manage the children that no one, and I do mean no one, has trained up, no one has raised? The same has left many shaking our heads while hoping and praying for an intervention. As I am proud to say I work among seasoned professionals who are ready, willing, and able to teach all children, but when there is such a disparaging lack of discipline, 
the tiresome work of creating boundaries, rules, and teaching discipline rather than content knowledge often takes center stage and unfortunately monopolizes valuable teaching and learning time. Parents, we need you. Mothers and fathers, we need you to step up and parent. I mean, really parent your children. Now allow me to add in the wise words of Frederick Douglass, and I quote, it is easier to build strong children than to repair broken men. In other words, it is far easier to train up a child in the way they should go from the time they're born until so that when they are all grown up, No one is tasked with teaching or reteaching adolescents or an adult who is fully set in his own ways, proper behaviors, and social etiquette. Of course, such lack of structure and undefined discipline is only setting our children up for either a juvenile justice system or, if an intervention is not quickly applied, eventually an adult prison Hence, the broken men. However, according to Bishop Del C. Bronner, you cannot teach a man or woman a lesson he feels or she feels they've already learned. You see, once a person gets a certain age, it becomes most difficult to reteach or redirect their path, even when their ways are as wrong as two left feet. Mom used to tell us, if a small tree is growing in a slanted or crooked position, it is very easy to tie a rope or string around it to pull it into position so that we can reposition its growth to straighten the tree. But if you wait until that tree is too old and the roots are set and strongly packed in its desired directional position, there is no redirecting a firmly set tree you will end up breaking the tree set in its own way. Parents, we so desperately need you as your influence is of utmost importance to train up your child and our children so that they are prepared to learn and benefit from an academic environment and then live their best lives. You see, your teaching is the most important as it set the pace for all other disciplined learning necessary for a good, peaceful, godly life. During the school day, I witnessed students engaged in bouts of indiscriminate cursing, at times directing the inappropriate language at no one in particular, making statements to express, my mama not going to do anything. At times I am not surprised, but rather sad that some children lack so much support, discipline, and simple directions. My heart aches when I constantly encounter students, too many of our students who are growing up like weeds, on their own, in the absence of guidance, boundaries, and real parenting. So like weeds, nature grows them up leaving them ill-prepared for structure, boundaries, learning, and living their best life. 
We can no longer afford to watch our youth growing in stature again like weeds because we all need the Lord and we must understand that the blessing of children is also a burden that every parent must bear. Equally, the burden of training up children is the blessing of all parents. Mothers, your children are the ones who should be able to remember your instructions and call you blessed. Fathers, these children are to observe you showing reverence to God and encouraging them by your example of how to live respectfully in discipline. After all, your children are your heritage and a reward to you. You see, children are blessings given to us by God, and it is not their decision to decide who they will be, but rather they become who and what the parents groom, love, encourage, direct, correct, chastise, protect, and guide. God gave parents this beautiful blessing and shouldered each with the burden. If we parents handle our responsibility adequately, As God's word commands, all will work together for our good. A more disciplined society will emerge. And one day, when those parents are seeing their latter days up in age, the same children who were trained up by you in God's economy will care for those good, obedient parents who took care of them. You see, the blessing is a burden, and the burden blesses. Train up a child in the way they should go, so when grown, he won't depart. Follow God's command, his way, and his plan. Bring peace to a parent's heart. Children, a father's heritage, blessings God gave us to mold. From the birth of a child, sweet faces and smiles in our hearts for life to hold. God ordained from above, parents practice tough love, no shame in using the rod. For chastisement of those he cherish and adore, first exercised by God. A child's journey begin with parents, attentive in every way. Yes, parents are a child's first teacher to mold how to behave and what to say. Tis most important to God that parents do their entire part. But if we decide to duck and hide, children struggle and weigh on our hearts. God has granted every parent with a burden that's a beautiful blessing. If parents train them up, God will strengthen and sup so that children can learn life's lessons. The enemy hopes that parents negate the discipline children need. So that nature grow them up, no mother's love and father's touch, wild and unnurtured like weed. God gave parents the blessing that came with a burden. Train a child up in the way he should go, so that when he grows older, he won't depart. Discipline and godly way, he'll know. The responsibility so great that if training vacate, a child's connection to God is hindered. But obedience is better than sacrifice. So parents, such training must be rendered. When children receive no training for discipline, godly teaching or correction, parents abandon a child on her own 
with no differentiating right or wrong, proper relationships and direction. No longer can we ask the question, what's wrong with children today? Instead, have I followed God's clear command, trained children up with God's word in his way? Have I taken the beautiful blessing, my baby, and taught him from God's word? Did I show him how to pray, to respond, what to say? Train my child up as I have heard. The responsibility God has placed on our shoulders we now face. Take back every child today. God gives only good gifts so our children we lift. Blessed burdens to not go astray. Each child is a blessed reward from God and the chance every parent should desire. In doing God's will, the burden is still to uplift, encourage, and inspire. Well, family, this is number 101 of Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran. I just want you to remember that God is so faithful that he has blessed every parent with the burden of children equally. He has burdened us with the blessing of training up our children. According to God's word, children are a gift from the Lord. They are a reward from him. Jesus said, let the little children come to me and do not hinder them. For the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. Parents, I urge you to get very clear. God has given you strict instructions So do not allow your blessing to become a curse because you refuse the burden of godly discipline. The responsibility is yours. No responsibility, no reward. Frederick Douglass so eloquently stated, it is easier to build strong children than to repair broken men. You see, God has given us the answer to the questions of many. What is wrong with the children today? I can begin the answer by declaring that many parents have decided to allow children to find their own way, as opposed to training a child up in the proper way, the godly way that parents have been commanded to direct and discipline. You see, charity begins at home. A child's very first teacher should be parents who groom their own children from birth, instructing, introducing, and even showing children very real expectations. Yes, parents, you are burdened with preparing your blessing to be instructed, taught, directed, and redirected. When children learn these important personal concepts from the love and trust of parents, they become more teachable and far easier to work with. They become pliable and understand obedience, social etiquette, and appropriate interactions. Now, I'm not saying they shouldn't be critical thinkers because that would be inaccurate, but rather children would better understand when and where their observations or ideas would be most appropriate. Please remember, weeds grow wild and free with no discipline, no rules, and no boundaries. But flowers must be planted, watered, fertilized, fed, and deliberately nurtured. 
Our children are like the flowers and must be trained up. The alternative is to birth them and leave them growing larger, untamed with no discipline, no rules, no boundaries, and lacking the gentle, loving hands of nurturing parents. Even more absurd, we have the nerve, the audacity to wonder what's wrong with the children today. Of course, they're not the same as children of old because too often parents have left them like weeds to grow, gain their own often flawed understandings and allow nature, wind and rain to be their guide. We have to get back to God's word of training up a child and follow his way as instructed. While the burden is a blessing, parents must accept that the blessing is also our own God-ordained burden that we must carry. It is past time for we parents to take back our children. Starting today, God's intent was for parents to be in charge, not children, at least not in the first quarter of a child's life. Parents are expected by God to mold and instill discipline, common decency, respectfulness, obedience, and reverence for God within our youth. Now, I did not say they would be perfect or would not stray, but once reared in the admonition of God, his word has said when they are older, they would not depart. This means that all parents instill may at times lie dormant, but over time and through the trials of life, that which mom and dad instilled will awaken and redirect appropriate behaviors over time and through life. Such a great responsibility has beautiful, lifelong benefits. Peace and discipline will follow them through life, and the same even bring peace and ease to the hearts and minds of parents. Just know, once you have trained the child up, you've done your part to show real love to your children and show honor to God. The consequences of the seriousness with which parents take their responsibility to their children and an omnipotent God are far-reaching. The same goes far beyond where our eyes could see or our arms could reach. It redefines a child's life and direction of success throughout life. Additionally, it eases the parent's mind and bring enduring peace to all involved. My prayer for each of you, for each of us, is that we accept, understand, and embrace the importance of training up a child so that he or she can learn discipline, live in peace, and walk in God's purpose. I speak God's blessings, grace, mercy, and favor over each of you. On a separate note, I am so proud of my youngest, Eddie Smith, who turned 25 years old on Saturday, April 2nd. Certainly, he made my April Fool's Day back in 1997 when I thought my precious baby was going to be a girl, but he arrived instead. Big eyes, bright and wide open, beautiful, full of joy, happy, and looking around, little Eddie entered into this world 
Today, this young man is handsome, wise beyond his years, intelligent, intuitive, smart about his money, mindful of the company he keeps, hardworking, kind, a jokester, and a blessing to us all. He represents my pride and joy, and I love the young man that he is and is still becoming. He is not perfect, but I thank God for blessing us with our little Eddie, who has not given us a single day of trouble. He has launched his own online business, trades on the Forex market, and he's a trainer for FedEx. Please keep our baby in your prayers. And if you get a chance, write something encouraging on Eddie's timeline or just wish him a happy birthday. We're celebrating him all month long. Please don't forget to say something on my Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or LinkedIn page. You can listen to me on YouTube or Amazon Music as well. I welcome your questions, comments, critiques, and suggestions on topics you'd like to explore. Who knows? You might just end up being a guest on an upcoming broadcast. Remember, I'm just a regular girl navigating this diverse world. I'm looking forward to each of you. Until then, take care of yourself, each other, and stay blessed. The Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Log on to castropolis.net.